And welcome to uh, the first episode of the Monday Circle for Sisters Ramadan Bites 2021. In this series, inshallah, every day we will aim to cover one verse from one of the um, 30 juzes corresponding with the day. And inshallah, this way we will go through a few of our reflections from the Qur'an with you all, inshallah. So stay with us and please follow through the um, the series right through to the end, inshallah, to benefit from the reflections from the various verses of the Qur'an. So um, the first verse that I'll be covering today is from the first juz. And it is from Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 1 and 2 um, together, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين so um, the meaning of these verses, Alif Lam Mim. These are broken letters, Huruf al muqattaat They are called in Arabic. And these um, letters are part of the miracle of the Qur'an. No one understands um, fully the, the, the meaning of these words, uh, these letters or why they've been placed there. But um, this is something that is known only to Allah, although there have been theories put forward. And... Um, Usually in the Quran, there's 29 surahs in the Quran that begin with huruf al-muqatta'at, you know, like alif, lam, ra, um, kaf, ha, ya, ayn, sa'd, and you know, all of these different um, uh, surahs, they begin they begin with the huruf al-muqatta'at, and usually you'll see that there's a pattern that when Allah begins a surah with these letters, then the verse immediately after is talking about one of the miracles of the revelation or the Qur'an itself. So as we can see here in Surah Al-Baqarah, the verse immediately after Alif Lam Mim is ذَلِكَ الْكِتَابُ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ muttaqin. And this is the verse that we will be focusing on today, inshallah. Which, the meaning of which is, this is the book in which there is no doubt. And it is a guidance for those who fear Allah or who are aware of Allah or conscious of Allah. Now only, only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the universe, the Lord of the world, has the confidence and has the right to have the confidence to say that his book has no doubt in it. All other books that mankind may make or, 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 or write or create or even attribute uh, wrongly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will have flaws in it. And we know this even from the scriptures of the past that were altered and changed and, and you know, from the, from the Torah and from the Injil and from, you know, from the Bible, you know, things were put in, put in, things were taken out. And even people from those religions, they accept that, you know, this isn't the true original form. But the Qur'an 
this is part of the miracle of the Quran has been preserved from how it was recited from the lips of the Prophet how he received it from Jibreel and, and how uh, Jibreel received it from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so these are the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah says that there is no doubt in it that's it and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions um, and, and so so what does it mean when Allah says there's no doubt in it? So there are two um, interpretations of these verses. Number one, that there is no doubt in the content. So nothing in the Qur'an is incorrect. There is nothing that is doubtful in the Qur'an, uh, in the Qur'an itself. And the, um, the second interpretation of, of, of this no, uh, the, the no doubt is that there is no doubt that this book has been sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no doubt at all that it is a miracle and it is um and it is divine revelation. So the second part of this verse says, Hudalil Muttaqeen, that it is a guidance for those who fear Allah. So even though the Quran is a guidance for everyone, it is a salvation for all of mankind, and this is mentioned later on in the Quran in different parts. The guidance will only reach the hearts of those who have taqwa. So if your heart is something, if you are somebody who wants to change, if you are someone who, who wants to take that step towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who wants to receive the truth, then you will receive the truth and the guidance, guidance will pour into your heart. And so, this, you know, this is where I wanted to really begin in this series and, and you know, especially in terms of Ramadan, that here we are and we have this book. In our, in our hands. We have this revelation, this miracle that is in our hands. You know, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how are we going to take forward our relationship with the Qur'an this Ramadan? You know, we are on the first of Ramadan. It doesn't matter if you haven't done any grand plans or thought about what you're going to do or you haven't managed to do anything in terms of your Qur'an preparation. We're in it now. And now you can hit the ground running. You know, you can carry on and start your relationship with the Qur'an. And this is why Surah Al-Baqarah, so like Surah Al-Fatiha is often called the introduction to the Qur'an. And we've covered it on previous occasions. But Surah Al-Baqarah is like the first chapter of the Qur'an. And it was revealed in Medina over a period of time. And it's an absolutely phenomenal surah in itself. You know, the Surah Al-Baqarah, it's, it's referred to by the Prophet as the heap, that everything has its peak, and the peak of the Qur'an is Surah Al-Baqarah. And Surah Al-Baqarah itself, it has, um, you know, it's, it's a journey. When you recite Surah Al-Baqarah, it's a journey. You know, first Allah introduces you to the types of people. Then, he, then, you, then it goes through, you know, the blends of history and life lessons and different instructions. And it's a whole journey that you go through because it's spanning two and a half juz. You know, Surah Al-Baqarah is a long surah, but it's a beautiful journey, and reciting it has so many benefits from us, for us. You know, we, we you know, there's there's hadith about how the house in which Surah Al-Baqarah is recited, Shaitan flees from it, and also, the we 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 know that Surah Al-Baqarah, uh, will 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 come on the day of judgment with Surah Ali Imran to to beg Allah and to help the person who recited them on the day of judgment rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said recite the two bright ones in reference to surah al-baqarah and surah al-imran for on the day of judgment they will come as two clouds or two shades or two flocks of birds pleading for those who recite them so Subhanallah, even though, you know, we look at Surah Al-Baqarah and sometimes we might feel very, very overwhelmed when we think, you know, it's it's so long and it's so, um, you know, how am I going to get through Surah Al-Baqarah? But 
you know, the benefits of it are phenomenal. And if we weave that into our daily habits, starting this Ramadan, we start with Surah Al-Baqarah and we try to read it in this month of Ramadan to try and begin our relationship with Surah Al-Baqarah. It will be one of the surahs that will come to us in the form of shade on the Day of Judgment. When we are standing there in front of Allah in the sweltering heat, Surah Al-Baqarah will plead with Allah for us. It will come like a flock of bird or like a shade or like, like, like a cloud. So this is the month of the Qur'an. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this is the book in which there is no doubt. Okay. So if we want to be guided and we ask Allah for that guidance, as we ask in Surah, surah Fatiha, the surah before, we say, المستقيم, Then inshallah Allah will guide us and he will pour the guidance from the Qur'an into our hearts. So make this month your month of the Qur'an. Make this month where you will take up your relationship with the Qur'an to another level. And, and, you know, and it's not about what other people are doing. It's not about the levels. You know, some people might be reading one juz a day, two juz a day, three. Ramadan is about taking it up a notch and then trying to maintain that for the remainder of the year so that the next Ramadan we can take it up another notch. And so whatever that might mean for you, you know, it might mean, you know, that, you know, you might want to try practicing reading more if you're if you're struggling with reading. It might mean that you want to recite with a sheikh or listen to it more. It might mean that you want to um, memorize more. Whatever you want to do, take your relationship with the Quran up a notch and then your heart will be open and ready to receive the guidance and to receive the miracle that we have in our hands and that we are celebrating in this month. And inshallah, I'll leave it there. Subhanakallah. Allahumma wa bihamdik ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk Ma'al habib an arahu fi abwabiha wa ummati an araha fi daris salam fa ya ila I pray for jannah jannah jannah